Hello, and welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yeah, baby. Uh, I'm trying to, I, I was trying to sound like a carnival barker a little bit, Tom. Yeah. It didn't work. No? No. What did I sound like? You sound, Honestly, you sounded like Tim. If I'm being perfectly honest with you, I've been spending years uh, trying to not sound like Tim. You know what I found out recently? Uh, maybe I should only be talking to you uh, about this off the podcast, but um, uh, a podcast that will remain nameless that I I was not aware of before. It's like not in our circles or anything, but mm-hmm. uh, sells like a course about how to become a podcaster. You know how really? much they charge for this online course? How much? $1,000. What is in it? Not that much, to be honest. Like, uh, it seemed like nothing that you couldn't find from other sources, I will say. What? Where did you... (sighs) What is the name of the podcast? I'm not going to say. I'm not not out here to start feuds or whatever. Slack it to me right now, Tom? (laughs) No, because then you're going to say it. I'm not going to say it. All right, it has been Slack to you, Tim. I've never heard of this show. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe maybe they have good advice. I mean, not ones that would... Maybe they have good advice on how to reach uh, a more relevant audience <laughs> than you and me. Well, you think our audience isn't relevant, Tim? Wow, what a... You think they're just no, a bunch no, of... No, 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 no. A bunch of misanthropes, a bunch of people society's forgotten. No, for uh, what I meant is... Uh, we are uh, an, an irrelevant uh, audience, you and I. Like, the fact yeah. that I haven't oh, heard of this. Oh, nice this backpedaling, Tim. Oh, my God, Tom. <laughs> um, no, and I mean... I, I like that uh, a couple of weeks ago I said fastidious, and you went fastidious. And then today <laughs> you went, uh, you said misanthrope. I thought at first you said fast idiots. And I was like, well, no, it's not fast idiots. <laughs> that's, that's not the word. Um, the, Should that be our nickname? Hey, it's Books the Podcast with Tim and Tom, the fast idiots. <laughs> I don't know if we're even that fast, though. Yeah, if the Micro Machines man ever was self-deprecating. Oh, stop worrying about what the Micro, man, micro Machine man thinks, Tim. No, no. <laughs> if, he, if he did a podcast and he was at all self-deprecating, which I know for a fact he is not. He's actually pretty <laughs> smug and arrogant. Uh, but um, I, and, Wouldn't you be, though? <laughs> that guy acted like... His fast talking uh, made him freaking walk on water. Um, I think there's just not a way to talk fast that doesn't make you sound very confident. Uh, no, I've heard I've heard things about uh, his onset behavior. <laughs> well, Tim, get a life. Stop reading things about the micro machine man's onset behavior. I'm sorry to put it that that starkly to you, but I hope this is a wake up call. Yeah, but if if he had a sense of humor and a podcast with somebody else uh, who talked fast, they could call it the Fast Idiots. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess they could. Um, 
But yeah, uh, there are podcasts out there that that's what they're getting away with. And uh, look, I'm sure, like I said, it's information that could be found elsewhere. And I'm sure it's put together in a better way than that. Um, But a thousand dollars, a hundred, two hundred dollars, sure. A thousand, that's your. So why don't we put out something to compete with them? For nine hundred dollars, we'll teach you how to make a podcast. Yeah, Tom, it's things are only priced to what the market will bear. Oh, no, I mean, and that's part of it. Like reading about this, I was like reading about the hosts. And I'm like, well, these hosts don't sound like idiots. They sound like they know what they're doing. And and to your point, it's like, well, I think they're charging a thousand dollars because they can charge a thousand dollars. So, all right. But, you know, good for them. Yeah, I I don't think uh, I don't think you should be so mean about um I'm look. I'm not being mean at all. I'm just saying I was shocked. The producers of Conan O'Brien need to friend. No, that's not. That's not what it is. And look, they could get away with charging a thousand dollars. They'd be like, first things first, do a late night show on network television for twenty five years. Thirty years, yeah. <laughs> then start a podcast <laughs> and have all the real famous people you know come on there. It is a great podcast. I do like Conan. I uh, like uh, Andy Richter's podcast as well. Two a. Two recommendations for you out there. Yeah. Uh, some little niche uh, shows you might not have heard of. Yeah. Tom, we're not here to talk about podcasts. No, this isn't podcast the podcast. No. Um, a lot of people do seem to think a Although podcast, if we, podcast if, is a good idea, and nobody wants to listen to that. No, I've seen some of those. And yeah, just... There, there's not a way to do that with, I've seen some that are like snarky and it's like, yeah, "Ah, fuck off. Who cares? Like you're going to, you're doing a podcast and you're going to shit on other podcasts. Like don't do that. If you're going to shit on podcasts, do it in a different medium, uh, make a movie about it or something. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's just like, oh, it's so sad, all these podcasters in their basements. Yeah. You're recording from your own fucking basement. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or you're, like, uh, shitting on big podcasts for being bad, and it's like, well, they're a lot bigger than you, and there's no way to really criticize that without making it sound like sour grapes. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, what was that leading me to talk about? Oh, but I haven't. I don't know of any podcasts that are like not shitty about other podcasts. Not like I know a lot that I know of like two that are about podcasts, but it's like roasting them, which fuck off. Um, yeah. But maybe there are good ones that are like podcast recommendations. I could see that. Yeah. But it's also like, would you watch a TV show with TV recommendations? Yeah, maybe on the TV Guide channel while you're while you're exactly freaking trying to see what's on. But it's not 1994 anymore. You don't need to do that. Yeah, now you can just go online and read about TV recommendations. Yeah, uh, Tom, I'm reading. Uh, I finished reading this book, My Sister, the Serial Killer. If we ever write a book about podcasts, it would have to be called Podcast the Book. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, the Patreon subscribers would see it in the bookstore. And they'd be like, huh, from the guys who wrote, who do books, the podcast, podcast, the book. Very yeah, clever. That'd be a good in joke for <laughs> just fewer than 700 people worldwide. <laughs> 
but they're influential, Tim. God, you hate our audience, don't you? You call them fast idiots. You you say they're irrelevant, uh, that they don't make up a major uh, uh, influential... Portion of the world population. a very influential portion, I would say. Look, I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry that I love our fans. Crucify me. Put me up on the crucifix like Jesus Christ himself. I know you would love that, Tom. <laughs> I wish you don't, know. What we don't should... do the whole. Don't pierce me with a spear. I don't want that. Don't you know do what that we should part. do, Tom? What we should put up a poll, and it should be a question when people sign up for the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Your money will only go to one of either <laughs> Tim or Tom. Who do you want to give it to? You're really willing to take that bet, Tim. Tom, I would. I am absolutely a hundred percent, a hundred percent. We'll put that poll up to uh, this week. We don't have to put it up when people can take that poll now. All right. Yeah. No. We can. Uh, as long as you're good with, you know backdating it to the beginning of the Patreon. You're going to owe me a substantial amount of money. Oh, my God. You are... Hey, you're something else. I'll tell you that. I'm I'm trying to talk about a book here, Tom. I feel like especially Patreon subscribers, they don't like you. (laughs) What? What? Why? Because you... Because you're you're saying all these bad things about them, and like no, sure Tom, you may Tom, hold on. You misunderstood what I said before. No, I think I understood perfectly clear, Tim. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much. You know what I hate, Tom? What's that? When you and I uh, argue for a bit, uh-huh. but then but then you dig in your heels so much. That I start to get mad at you in real life. <laughs> you're the it doesn't one, happen often. But you're the one who always starts things. You're the one who said, let's send out a poll and see who everybody likes more. No, what I said earlier was, I've never heard of this this mm-hmm. podcast. And then I said, oh, maybe they can uh, reach people more relevant than you and I. He As said it. Audience. He said it again. Unbelievable! <laughs> wow, doubling and, down. And this is what you do. And this, oh God, it's because Tom, the arrogant dumb guy, is the worst guy in the world. Well, I wouldn't be that harsh about you, but Tom, he, I, I read a book. So. Uh-huh. I read a book called mm-hmm. My Sister, the Serial Killer. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it very much. Okay. Um, you wouldn't like it. It was written by a woman. <laughs> I read plenty of books by women. Name one. All the Harry Potters. <laughs> you haven't even read the Harry Potter books. <laughs> and you write young adult fiction. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. I don't, uh, I'm not interested in, in Harry Potter. I am What's... interested. I like the movies. But I'm, I'm probably never going to read those books. Well, you're interested in uh, J.K. Rowling's views, right? <laughs> No, that's what the joke was. Um, what joke? Me saying Harry Potter that I that I read all those is like you were like name a woman and I name like the present day most problematic female author going. 
Okay, well, name not a, the a, most a, problematic, but the the biggest like uh, known for sure. Name uh, a, a book that you've read by a woman. <sighs> the Bible. Mm, no, uh, I don't know, Tim. I could, I, I'd have to look at my books. Okay, you got a minute. I'll vamp. I couldn't. I couldn't name a book I've read by a man either. <laughs> I just can't name any books I've read. Um, shit, I don't know. Leave me alone. Well, that's just why I thought you wouldn't like this book. Because as a general rule, you don't read books by women. I forget. That is not a general rule. I forget most of the books I read. I'm trying to look on my Goodreads to see what I've read recently. But it's in my... It's in my Shouldn't author. Shouldn't have pissed me off, Tom. Shouldn't have pissed me it's off. It's in my author it account. It was all fun and games. Oh, you took it too far. Is that your threat to uh, listeners, too? Oh, you shouldn't have pissed me off. I'm Tom. I'll make you pay. I'm Tim. No. I'll make you pay. I'm <laughs> <Jesus>. Tom. <laughs> also, I've had a few drinks. So I I, I, I not threatened you. I, I, I did something to you, and you're claiming that that's me threatening the listener? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's like a you know a, a, an understood threat. Like, ah, uh, don't don't piss Tim off. Uh, you shouldn't piss me off because uh, I'll, I'll come back to haunt you. Digital content and devices. Manage your content. End of ISIS. Not ISIS devices. Uh, you know what, Tim? You're right. I haven't read a lot of books by women. <laughs> I'm looking at all the recent books I've read. Uh, but it is uh, society's fault for pushing these books on me. Uh, I'll say that, Tim. I won't, I won't be afraid to say that. Risa Walker. I read one of her books somewhat recently. What book? Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was about time travel. My Sister the Serial Killer. Tom, I really enjoyed this book. Yeah, great. <laughs> Tom, stop looking at your screen. Look at me now. Hey, bud. Hi. So, we've each attacked each other's character. <laughs> now let's move on and do the show that we've been contracted to do. I mean, I, I genuinely feel bad. I, I, I guess I don't read very many books by women. <laughs> it's not well, intentional, but it's what happens. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't tend to have passages that uh, uh, <laughs> describe it in pornographic detail uh, women's bodies. <laughs> well, exactly. And why am I reading? I'm not going to be able to get through a book unless I'm... I've read a decent amount of nonfiction books by women. Okay. I haven't I haven't read that much fiction by women. Yeah, actually, what am I talking about? I've read a lot of women's nonfiction. <laughs> women's nonfiction? <laughs> Not a women's nonfiction. Nonfiction written by women. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> oh, God damn it. We're not doing that poll anymore. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. I was, putting, I was trying to put my thumb on the scale before we ran that poll. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, all right. So, Tom, uh, this is this is uh, 
the last third of the book that I read. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have just, look, I'm looking at all these books my girlfriend has that I could have just started naming, but <laughs> I'm not. Because I'm a okay. good man. She only reads books by girls. <laughs> no, but she has a lot of, I mean, she has more books than me, and she has a lot mm-hmm. of books by women. Thanks. She's a real bookworm, that, that girlfriend of yours. She is. Can't believe you would call you, your own girlfriend you, a worm. Have you ever, if you ever say that again, Tim, I'll shove your teeth down your throat. Tom, do you remember what uh, has has transpired thus far in my sister, the serial killer? Well, I remember the big thing being that we ended with the guy from the co- uh, the guy in the coma waking up. Yeah. The guy that Karate uh, 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 was giving all of her secrets to. Yeah, Mutar. Yeah. Well, yeah. M U H T A R. M U H Mutar, I would think. Yeah, right? M U H is Mu or Mu or Mutar. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Either Mutar or Mutar. Oh, I thought you said something. Or else. Mutter. Yeah, yeah, you said Mutter. I don't think it's Mutter. I think it's probably <laughs> Mutar. Or Mutar. I don't know. I'm bad at pronouncing names. And I'm very yeah, bad at if somebody spells something. Uh, somebody else will email in about what learning disability this is. But if somebody spells something to me, I can't read it. I have to mm. look at it. I'm a visual learner, not auditory. Good to know. Good to know. Good, good uh, to know as you teach me things. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, I mean, what am I doing right now? I'm, uh... Well, and that's why I can't make heads or tails of what's going on half the time on this show. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right, well, l- let's get into it. We've wasted a lot of time today. <laughs> uh, so Karede, uh yeah, you're right. Uh, she has been uh, spilling the beans about her sister mm-hmm. to this guy in a coma. Comes out of the coma, so she runs into the room, and in the quibby called Memory, <laughs> she goes and sits uh, bedside, and she's just kind of like, hey, buddy. How's it going? You he's remember? Like, ah. and what's the last thing you remember? Essentially, she's saying that. He's like, I remember a lot of the stuff you said to me, but it's patchy. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you probably made up a lot of it. Well, uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I remember you. I'm so grateful to you. And then at the end, uh, you know, he's like, oh, yes, I recall you saying your sister is a serial killer. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the next chapter boom and remember these are these are sure they're quibbies these are the dan brown da vinci code style madness so karate tries to play it cool she's like oh yeah uh well you know uh the coma patients you know they tend to hallucinate a lot um you know uh, anyway uh Unfortunately, I'm not the nurse who's assigned to you. Mm. So, you know, I got to go see the other patients. I'll see you later. It's been real. Uh, hope you get better. Hope you clear up all those hallucinations that were in your head. I would also think that you'd be able to just kind of laugh that off. Because if somebody really thought that, they wouldn't say it out loud. They'd be like, oh, I'll keep that to myself. Yeah. And they do have kind of a, like... There is a little bit of a cat and mouse game going on in their yeah. conversation. Okay. It's a, you know there there is oh, a lot of back so and he's, forth. He's he's kind of like oh, I I think I know something. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like he he pulled that out just to see how she would respond, and you know, mm. 
anyway, the next uh, the next uh, chapter is asleep. She goes home. She dreams about Femi. Do you remember Femi? Yeah, that's the the guy that uh, Ayula killed at the beginning of the book. Right? Yes, yeah, that that um, uh, she helped drag out in the carpet or whatever. Yeah, and Femi is talking to, uh, to Karede in her dream, and she he's like, you know, she's not gonna stop. Uh, like, Ayula is gonna, you know, keep killing dudes. Yeah, no um, duh. Did she say that in her dream? Yeah, no duh. Well, he asked her what he could have done differently, and she I said. I don't think uh, I've ever read a book where a character said no duh. I'd like to see that'd be that. Cool. I'm, gonna, I, you should, I'm gonna put that in my next book. Yeah, why not? There's, my, ne- there's... my next book, No Duh by Tom. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be the title, but it should be. <laughs> and I'm gonna stop using my last name. <laughs> it's very cool. Um, the uh, Femi in her dream uh, asks, uh, "What could I have done differently?" And she said, "You could have seen her for what she was." Yeah, well, no duh. <laughs> you don't even need to read a book. That should just be your catchphrase on the show, on the other show, and everyday uh, life. I, I love that. You should I, tell I, people I, about the other show. Eh, it's not important. Um, do you, uh, you seem more like a no doy guy than no duh to me. Uh, no, I like to whip out a no doy <laughs> from time <laughs> to time. That's just like needlessly cruel. I feel like <laughs> no doy. Well, yeah. And you need to, you need to keep that in your hip pocket, you know, for like yeah. a real good no duh. If you use it too much, then it just sounds like maybe you don't know how to say no duh. Yeah, no doy is an escalation from no duh. <laughs> right. And where are you going to go from there? Exactly. There's nowhere to go. It's a death blow. Um, the next, uh, ooh, you'll like this next episode, <laughs> next <laughs> chapter. It's called Ice Cream. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm into it already. So uh, in uh, Karede's driveway, mm. which she shares with her mother and Ayula, Femi's sister shows up, Peju. Okay. Yeah, that that can't be good. And she's just like, I need answers. What happened? Yeah, yeah. I'm not leaving until you tell me. And uh, Karate's like freaking out. Like, oh, look, man, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I, uh, and just then, uh, Ayula walks up. She's eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> she just, she came back from the ice cream parlor. Cool Around the corner. They live around the corner from an ice cream wow. parlor, Tom. We should move yeah. to Nigeria. Burying the lead. Yeah, we're two-thirds of the way through the book before we learn that they live around the corner from a freaking ice cream yeah, how is how is that on a central part of the story? Yeah, Jesus. Um, and Ayula's just kind of like, look, man, I don't know. You got to go. Um, and she's like, I need answers. What happened to him? She's like, I don't know. Have you considered that he's probably just dead? And like... Well, that's... <laughs> and that kind of... Uh, I think the way they describe it is like she took the burden of hope away from this woman and she was like kind of perversely like grateful for it. Mm. Um, And like, and I think it was like Ayula was like cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Um, You know, just fucking like cold blooded. Yeah. And uh, like just kind of charmed her way. Like kind of obvious that she had something to do with it, but like, also, she was like, it was like providing closure, and she was like happy for it, and so like, <laughs> uh, 
Right? Like all, almost like relieved to be like, oh, you know, at least I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but she would obvious, but she would still want vengeance though, right? I mean, I think this just goes to show how like charming Ayula is to yeah. everybody. Yeah. All um right. and like doesn't actually say anything, just like kind of makes real the possibility that like right. like I don't know, maybe he's dead. Whatever. Yeah. Once it once again, her 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 brat's good looks have gotten her out of a tricky situation. Yeah, and her psychopathy. Um, and then uh, she's kind of like patting uh, her on the on the on the back, and uh-huh. consoling her. Yeah, with one hand and the other, and she's looking at her other hand as the ice cream is melted, and she just looks disappointed that her ice cream's melting. <laughs> Well, that good. I mean, that that doesn't necessarily make her a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next, uh, ooh, this next chapter is called Secret Tom. Mm. Tade, yeah. the doctor mm-hmm. that Karede is in love with, yeah. but who is courting on and off uh, Ayula. Right. Well, he's court. He's he's courting at every chance he has, but he yeah, but she she he doesn't not have exactly. consistent chances. Right. Uh, but he calls Karate into his office, and he's like, hey, I just want to get your opinion on something. Shows her a big old engagement ring, a two-carat diamond. No, get out of and town. And she, like, starts freaking out. And she's just like, like, number one, she's, like, upset about this, right? Like, right. upset at Karate, but also, like, upset at him for falling at for Ayula, Karate. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, for Ayula. And, uh... But she she's uh, also, like, scared for him. She's like, this yeah. is a friggin' death sentence. Oh, yeah, of um, course. But here's, Tom, this takes a pretty familiar turn that I think you'll like. And I'm mm-hmm. just going to read a, a sentence. Okay. How can a man be so obtuse? The frustration I feel is like a gas bubble in my chest, and I cannot control the need to burp. I don't burp that often. No, the jinx. Oh, the, the, the jinx, jinx knows about murders. Yes, he, of course. He's, he's burping and, the whole and, the burping. and the burping. And the burping. <laughs> I didn't know that. Th- I thought that was a jinx-only thing. Yeah, no, it's apparently uh, anybody who's like, like trying yeah. to cover up for a murder. Huh. Well, I'll, have to keep, s- I'll have to keep an eye out for that in the, the rest of my cases. Yeah. Um, but she's like, she'll hurt you. You're like, don't do this. She'll hurt you. Like, Physically. starts talking shit about her. And then at some point, she's like, she's killed. Oh, <laughs> and like, no. Um, and he's just like, come on. Like, all right, enough. Get out of here. Like, being a... Yeah, he, yeah she might be a man-eater. I'll give yeah. you that. But then Karede thinks back to when Ayula told her, like, about Tade. He isn't deep. All he wants is a pretty face. Mm. And, like, this kind of, like pisses her off more she's like this guy that like i hung all my hopes on or right. like fell deeply in love with and like yeah and all he wants is just shallow. a hot girl yeah exactly uh the next uh the next episode is called friend uh <laughs> matar uh has requested karate be assigned as as his nurse yeah can you do so that she comes in yeah i think so i mean i guess and i can... think it's like a small hospital, and also they're yeah, like, okay. oh, we've seen her sit bedside for hours yeah, on end get- <laughs> with him. Like, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you can request anything you'd like anywhere. It's just whether they're going to do it or not. Yeah. And in this case, yeah, why wouldn't they? 
Yeah. And they have a they have a long conversation, and again, this is this is kind of the crux. How of the long book. was he in a was he in a coma for? Uh, many months. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but in the course of the uh, the conversation, he quotes Jim Morrison for some reason. He's like, "You know who said that? Jim Morrison said that." It's like, "What's going on in Nigeria? <laughs> <laughs> the door's big there still." <laughs> You know he's uh, the the lizard king, <laughs> but uh, he essentially implies as heavily as possible that he won't say anything. Like that he knows that will he knows what he heard, right? And he knows it's true, but he's not going to say anything. And she she's just like, you know, you could put me and my sister in jail forever. Like, why are you going to keep quiet? And he's like, oh, your sister I've never met. I I don't give a shit about. It. I don't care about her. <laughs> But you like were you the only person me, yeah. that like cared about it. Like I, the reason I'm here is because of you. Um, she's so like, you know, you I care about. So yeah, you know. I was um, gonna say, if I were in that situation, I think that's the tact I would take. I mean, yeah. I would, I would mostly be like, look, I'm not a hundred percent sure what I heard. What am I going to do? Go to the police and be like, while I was in a coma, this woman told me her sister's a serial killer. And then it's like, they're probably not going to be able to prove that. They're not going to find evidence. And now I'm wrapped up in this and I've done yeah. this to this lady that, you know, was nice to me. Like, it's too much trouble. Forget it. Hey, uh, let bygones be bygones. Water under the bridge. Let dead guys be dead guys. Uh, bodies under the bridge. Yeah, I mean they're already dead. Nothing's gonna bring them back. Yeah, they should. I mean that that's be... what that was what I usually wrapped up my defense uh, argument with when I was an attorney, and it generally worked. Yeah, most of the time people are like, "Yeah, he's right." Yeah, was, uh, we are gonna let bygones be bygones. That was often what the the verdict they ruled: let yeah. bygones be bygones, and then the judge would be like, "No, it has to be guilty or not guilty." And then they generally ended in hung juries. Well hung juries, yeah. Um, Karede is like, well, I'm afraid of for the next guy. Right. You know? And uh, so Mutar says, so save him. Mm. Uh, they flash back the next... Uh, uh, there are a lot of chapters called Father, and I, I never like when, an epi- when, a, when a chapter's called Father because it's always devastating. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so they flash back to a day uh, when uh, they were younger. Father was still alive, mm-hmm. and uh, he had this big scary man over. And they're <laughs> like, "Oh, the dad has company." And uh, turns out he was like a chief. I don't know what necessarily that means, but he was a big scary guy with a lot of okay. power. All right. Um, and Ayula and Karede go down, and they're young girls. Ayula's fourteen. Okay. Um, and like, uh, and Ayula is younger a, than yeah, Freda, right? Okay. Yeah, and that's like the main, the, really the main theme of this book is that like, uh, older sister looking yeah. out for and feeling protecting. responsible, yeah. protecting and also, uh, taking blame and mm. being responsible for, right? Yeah. Um, and they're kind of like parading Ayula around for this guy and he's like being creepy and like, uh, and then they're sent away and, uh, Ayula's like, Oh, that was weird. And 
Karate's like, no, I need to. And she listens at the door and uh, hears words like contract, deal, and girl, and essentially puts together that uh, her father has sold Ayula to this chief. Oh, um, no. As, yeah. Um, uh, Tom, pretty shocking. Yeah, pretty bad thing to do if you ask me. Yeah, certainly for a father to do. Um, the next uh, chapter, family. Mutar's son comes. Mm-hmm. And we already stuff. know that the dad's like a real bastard, right? Oh, yeah. He was awful. He was abusive. Yeah. He was just a piece of shit in so many ways. Um, like horrible, horrible. Yeah. And I think that's that's what... Uh, well, I hope you're not trying to suggest you would be better off being sold to this man. <laughs> Uh, no, this other guy seemed pretty pretty bad too. Although he had very white teeth, they said so. You know, oral Not hygiene. All bad. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's a lot of stuff with Mutar. Um. His son comes with a new fiance and tries to get his dad to sanction their marriage. And Mutar's like, "What about your old fiance?" And he's like, "Ah, eh, no." He's like, "I won't." They get they fight, mm-hmm. and Karate's in the room, and uh, she's like, "I'm gonna leave." And he, yeah. And, uh, Mutar's like, no, stay. And the son <laughs> hates Karate now. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, it, was, it was a bad chapter. I didn't like it. <laughs> um, so anyway, Karate's going nuts uh, in the next chapter. She she can't sleep because like all the shit's going down, right? Yeah. Um, and she goes into Ayula's room who's sleeping like a goddamn baby. I'm sure. I'm sure she always yeah. sleeps like a baby. Yeah, so Karate has to count sheep to fall asleep. Um, another flashback father... Uh, uh, Ayula is in school and has a boy over. Like, mm-hmm. a boy showed up at yeah. the house to be like, oh, hey, Ayula, you want to hang out? And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Come He's like, can I meet your family? And uh, the dad's talking to him and, like, joking around with him and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And the boy leaves. And it's clear that, like, the boy had a crush on uh, Ayula. Yeah. And the dad just starts beating the shit out of Ayula with a, with a, with a cane. Mm-hmm. And like calling her a prostitute, he's like, "I'm paying for you to go to school, and you're prostituting yourself around to these boys." Um, and Karede like goes up to her and like takes the beating with her, but like she mm. can't stop it, so she yeah. just does that. Um, yeah, uh, a couple of those chapters were rough. I didn't like them. I don't okay. like when uh, young g- girls are <laughs> beaten with a cane. Well, it's a brave, a very brave stance for you to take, Tim. But I admire it. I take a stance against that and in favor of women authors, unlike some people. <laughs> I don't know where you stand on the other thing, but I know you're well, anti-women I feel author. like you're really painting me in a corner here. Uh, wife is the next one. Uh, this starts out, there's, there's this other nurse that I haven't really mentioned much called Bun Me. Okay. And for some reason, she brought in a whole bunch of shoes, and she's selling the shoes to the other nurses. Mm-hmm. She's got a side hustle. Yeah, it goes on for like two full pages, which is like longer than most chapters. Do they book. go? They go into the types of shoes she's selling. Yeah, a little bit. Are they like work shoes or a little of everything? I think it was a little of everything. Okay. Um, but then Mutar's wife is, is yelling at him in, in his room and Karate mm-hmm. goes in there and like kicks her out. Um, Knight is the next one. She has a dream that Tade is dead and blames her. Well, yeah, makes sense. 
It's what she's afraid of, and that's often what haunts us in our dreams. Yeah, so she, I think she's taking Matar's advice to, to do something about it. She breaks into his office in the next chapter, broken. Mm-hmm. She takes the ring, and she's smashing it, and she smashes the diamond out well, and steals the diamond. that's not going to stop it from happening. And Tade comes out, and he comes to the nurse's station. He's like, uh, somebody stole my, some stuff from my office. And they're like, oh, crazy. I don't know. And they're <laughs> like, it must be the, the janitor, Muhammad. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's clear that Tade knows it was Karede. Oh, really? Because the way that she reacted when she he showed it to her. Like, oh, that, oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. And, uh, but Muhammad gets fired. Well, that's um, nice that even though he knew it wasn't Mohammed, he threw that name out there <laughs> to get him fired. I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever. But they were like, oh, he must be a drug addict and he was trying to get drugs from your office. And then Karede mm-hmm. went in there later and was like, man, crazy. They didn't take the ring, did they? <laughs> um, he's like, it was all he took. And also there were a bunch of drugs in here. Yeah. Really a bunch good of prescription ones too. drugs that he didn't take. So, uh, really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the next chapter's phone, uh, Karate goes home and binge watches TV shows. Tom. Hey, finally, That's how you know, this is modern. Yeah. Something, something to, uh, make us feel like, Hey, Karate is just like me. Likes to binge watch mm-hmm. shows sometimes. Yeah, I actually don't like to binge watch shows. So, if anything, this made me feel less like Karate. I already yeah. felt a close kinship because my brother's a serial killer, uh, but now I'm like, oh, I can't identify with her. I think you've said too much, Tom. I'm not sure if you've you well, realized you've inadvertently revealed that your brother is a serial killer. Well, Tim, in a public I forum, I don't think you're it's coming out. You're not coming out of that coma anytime soon. I'm what? Not coming out of that coma anytime yes. soon. <laughs> I see. Um, so she's binge watching and she gets a call from Ayula. I thought when you went, what? You got freaked out for a minute. Like, oh no, this has all been in a coma. Tom's just <laughs> at the hospital, sitting on my hospital bed, having a one-sided conversation with me. When I was in kindergarten, Tom, mm-hmm. I got it in my head. Maybe... My life up until this point, or most of my life, has been a dream that I was having as an infant. Wow. All right. I used to have super weird thoughts as a kid, too. But, like, I remember this, like, consume. I'm sure it consumed me for, like, an afternoon or two. Yeah. But, like, to me, it feels like, 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 I feel like I was thinking this and stuck in this... (laughs) thought for like two months like none of this is real which is not what you want like a four-year-old to <laughs> no. like. i remember it's like a, a probably around the same age like a four-year-old like constantly asking my parents like well where was i before this where was i before i was born <laughs> which is like a deep philosophical yeah. question that that yeah i don't think anybody's equipped to answer yeah were they like, you were living uh, another life before your soul was put in this body? No, I think they told me like I was in heaven before this. I was like, nah, I don't buy it. I don't remember any of it. Yeah. And yeah, I was that like, sucks. Yeah. You're telling me I'm going to go to heaven again? Am I even going to be aware of it? Yeah. And I was like, so wait, I'm like in heaven and then I come <laughs> down here for a little bit and then I go back. What's the point? 
which probably is not what a parent wants to hear either. <laughs> well, let's go back right now. Uh, so the she gets a call from Ayula, and she's like, "Hello," and, uh, and there's a voice that says, "Karate." Yeah. Right. Um, and then the next chapter, uh, number two, Peter, which is not poop. It's the the second guy that she killed. His name was Peter. Yeah, I mean, I don't um, think that way, but it's telling that that's the way you think. Yeah, you hate poop humor. Um, and it's just a flashback to the phone call when uh, the second dude was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, in this oh, like the, like, uh, I, yep, it happened again. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. Kind of, that kind of phone call. Yeah, so the next chapter, theater, she rushes to Tade's house, mm-hmm. where Ayula is. Uh, he, he, she gets there. Tade opens the door, and he's like, she's upstairs. She's okay. lying. Ayula is the one who has been stabbed. <gasps> and she's lying with the knife in her in the bedroom. And uh, she's alive. And she's like, I didn't take the knife out. Cool, right? And Karate's like, yeah, very good. Like, cool. Oh, she's still um, got the knife in her. Yeah, okay. that huge knife. Oh, yeah. Uh, that used to be their father's. And Tade was like... I, I uh, she attacked me and uh, I was like, no, he hit me. Um, and so they rush her to the hospital, and they have this other doctor work on it. And uh, uh, Karate watches. They do it in like that theater space. Yeah, yeah. I so, never want. I never want to sit in one of those theaters. No, I don't want to pay good money for that. I never want to be uh, on stage in one of those theaters either. Yeah, exactly. Um. You never want to be a doctor? Uh, not again, no. Yeah, well, you're not allowed to, so it, it works out. Uh, only in New York. So, hey, only in New York. Uh, Tade says... Uh, I'm not allowed to be a doctor, only in New York. Tade's like, she tried to kill me. Karede's like, uh, Karede's like, look, all I know is that my sister was stabbed. Mm-hmm. Um. And like is like playing it cool, kind of like look, right. man, she knows the score, but like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and Tade says to her, "There's something wrong with her, but you, what's your excuse?" Ooh. In the next Sick chapter, burn wound. Ayula comes out of the surgery; she's good, but she's asleep. The mom comes, and she's all upset. And she's like, what happened? But Karede can't really say anything until she like gets the story straight with Ayula. Yeah. Like, hey, man, how are you going to play this? Right. Um, so the next chapter, Fence, uh, Ayula wakes up and the police come to question her. And uh, Karede's like, look, guys, get out of here. Like, <laughs> let her recover and then yeah, she'll yeah. talk to you. But Ayula's like, no, it's Tade with no hesitation. He stabbed uh-huh. me. Uh, he proposed to me, and I said I wasn't interested, and he lost it. He attacked me. And uh, the police leave. They're like, oh, thank you. And Karede is like, yo, you're going to ruin his life over this. Right. And Ayula uh, uh, says, it's him or me, Karede. You can't sit on the fence forever. Mm. Wow. Wise advice. Uh, screen. Oh, this is another thing. Uh, basically, Mutar uh, divorces his wife or says mm-hmm. he wants a divorce. Their marriage is over. Um, but uh, he's still in the hospital, and he's like, Hey, Karede, I heard about Ayula. It's crazy. 
free yourself, tell the truth. Um, and then he's being discharged. He's like, I want to keep in touch with you. Can I have your number? And she's like, no. And he's like, here's my number. Call me if you ever want to talk. Yeah. Which this this whole Mutar stuff seems a little up in the air to me. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's trying to imply that like, oh, is he like trying to get in her pants now? Oh, I it like, yeah, he wants a divorce because he's fallen in love with her. Yeah, because and I think it's supposed to be a little ambiguous because like mm-hmm. he's clearly fighting with his shitty family who yeah. stopped coming to visit him and their right. garbage people. But also he's kind of like, hey... Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna spill your secret, and also, why don't you give me a call? And guess what? I'm single now, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that kind of makes sense. Uh, it's like, well, yeah, his family abandoned him, and this is the only person that's shown him any interest. Yeah. Um, the next chapter, worth, sister, hey, uh, worth a shot. Yeah. Um, Ayula uh, is at home posting her injury to Snapchat somehow. <laughs> it's modern. It's a modern book, Tom. Yeah. Um, and she tells Karate, like, hey, Tade told me that you stole the ring um, and that uh, y- that you told him that I had something new to do with uh, Femi going missing. Mm-hmm. But Tade, and this is what Ayula says, Tade thinks you killed Femi, that you came back after I broke up with Femi, um, and uh, he's going to report Karede to the police for the murder of Femi. Mm. Femi. So uh, she tried to kill him to prevent that from happening. Which again, who's telling the truth here? Wait, and Karede bought that? Maybe, yeah. Because like Tade did, was acting very strange around. Right, that's true. Like he didn't outright accuse her of stealing the ring. Yeah. she Like he didn't even like talk to her about that. Yeah, so, so he like, could have been scared of her. Yeah, and just kind of like, look, I don't know. I need to yeah. like think about all this for a yeah. second, but I think she's a, a psychopath. Um, father, another father <laughs> chapter. They flash back. The aunt, remember the aunt, the shitty aunt, the father's sister? Yeah, yeah. She's there um, in the past trying to take Ayula to the chief. She's like, all right, you got to go now. Mm. And Karede is like going crazy. Like, no, you're not taking her anywhere. Oh, she's 14. You fucking yeah. psycho. Um, and she takes uh, the cane and like scares the ant off with it. <laughs> okay. Um, and Ayula's like, oh shit, when dad comes home, he's going to kill us. Yeah. And uh, Karede says, not if we kill him first. Ooh. And then that, that, uh, that shines a whole new light on the earlier chapter where he's going off on a, and then uh, Ayula's hiding behind the couch, but then he collapses and hits his head on the table. Yeah. Um, so they murdered their dad, their oh, abusive yeah. dad. Well, it sounds like he deserved it. Yeah. Uh, the next chapter, Truth. The cops are interviewing Karede. Tade told them uh, he can verify his self-defense. Oh, yeah. Tade's like... Uh, like, oh yeah, talk to Karede. She'll she knows she knows the mm-hmm. deal. She's a psychopath. Um, but she's like No. Uh all I know is uh my sister said she's he stabbed her and mm-hmm. uh I don't know, I don't really know that guy very well. <laughs> she sells him out. Um, the next chapter gone. Well Tade he's certainly his... never gonna date her now. 
<laughs> he has his license revoked. He goes to jail for a few months for assault. Uh-huh. Um, Mutar is gone, um, and, like, he, he's left, and Karede considers telling Ayula, like, hey, there's a guy out there who knows our secret. Like, we're not out of the no. woods yet. Well, don't tell him that. Don't tell her that. She's going to go ultimately kill him. doesn't. Okay. The, the final chapter is called Number Five. Oh, no. Like the Mambo. Yeah, but but probably a lot darker. The darkest Mambo, number five. <laughs> a little bit of Rita, all I need. A little bit of Murr, probably. Uh, she's She dials Mutar's number, but then doesn't wind up calling him. And then the mm-hmm. house girl comes up and is like, hey, uh, Karede, there's a man here mm-hmm. to visit. And she burns Mutar's number in the... Uh, you know, in a candle. Okay. Um, and then uh, she goes down, uh, and she burns it because Ayula needs me. She needs me more than I need untainted hands. Okay. Um, and then she uh, she goes down, and Ayula's there with a new man, and she's like, and this is my sister, Karede. Mm-hmm. The man smiles. I smile back. And that's it? And that's it. So what did we learn? It was a battle for Karede's soul. And she lost. Ayula won. Yeah. No, I don't think Karede had a had a had a dog in the fight. I think uh Who is the battle between? Mutar and and Ayula? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That makes sense. And I think uh, uh Ayula you know, had the curse of looking like a Bratz doll, which, <laughs> uh, which is kind of like, uh, yeah, man, like, uh, she was right. Like, anybody she's ever dealt with was just looking for a pretty face, and she's never been taken seriously as a human being. She's mm. never been valued as a human. So fuck all these guys. Um, and Karede didn't have that, uh, that worldview, because that wasn't her experience, but right. also she's a protective older sister, and she's responsible for her, and like, you know what? If that's happening to her sister, she's going to be there to fucking fight back with her sister. Well, I mean, that that uh, last flashback makes a lot of sense, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, why the characters are the way they are. And like, you know, it, yeah, if Karede killed their dad, then it's like, oh, well. Karede was the one who suggested they kill him. Right. right. And, Ayula... and, then, and then did it. So it's like, well, Ayula kept my secret. And like, yeah. in the, in the, I mean, in one sense, it was a way more justified killing. But, at the end of the day, it was the father. So it's also like, well, that's also, it's a patricide. Like, that's a very serious thing. Uh, yeah. I don't think she did it alone. I think they probably did it together. Mm. But didn't you say Ayuda was hiding behind the couch? Yeah, but, uh, but at that maybe... time, Karede was cowered on the floor. They uh, might have, like, poisoned him or something. or Right, or set up a, a, a series of elaborate booby traps. Yeah, a Rube Goldberg machine. That were ultimately his downfall. And then it's if like, I, well, who pressed the, who knocked over the first domino that eventually, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> hit our dad in the head with a mallet? 
Honestly, if there's one criticism I have of this book, it's that there are no vivid descriptions of Rube Goldberg machines <laughs> in action. That's my criticism of most books, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, come on. Uh, Some diagrams wouldn't, wouldn't hurt either. Maybe I like in a fun animation. I like this story, though. Uh, it, it, it didn't go necessarily where I thought it would go. And it made, uh, I like books like this where it's like, you start off like, what, this character, what, why are they acting this way? They shouldn't act this way or they're a coward. And look, at the end of the day, uh, morality wise, uh, Grady should not be acting this way, but I understand. But, you yeah. know, you get into all that stuff and it's like, oh, she's like just as messed up as Ayuda is. Like, yeah. She, yeah, she's covering for her. Uh, you know, in the same way we kind of like you get mad at Karate, but not mad at Ayula when Ayula is like actually the one doing the killing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, well, why are we so mad at Karate? And it's like, well, because she like actually has a sense of right and wrong. Yeah. But also, if Ayula's only ever been treated as property. Yeah. Gotta, you gotta fight back at some point. Yeah, I mean, she should probably just like try and find uh, like a nicer guy, maybe. A nice guy like me, right? Yeah, hey. just fu- look online, look for a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, oh no, overlo- always overlooking the nice guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does seem like she. Now, I get. I was gonna say that it seems like she always goes for like good-looking guys, but wasn't the second guy like older? Wasn't Femi older? The third guy, rather. Um, no, no the the fourth guy, the guy uh, I forget his name that she went to Dubai with. Oh right, he yeah, was yeah. married. Um, yeah, but that was that was the most clearly like daddy issues of all of them whereas like that guy represented her father to her yeah look this is a cool book and i've i've been reading a lot of uh reactions to this on like goodreads and stuff and people were like just fizzled out it didn't have much of an end Uh and uh i think this is what like this was a beach read baby and you are gonna watch back to the beach starring annette funicello (laughs) uh next week um, and Pee Wee Herman, did you know this? I know it. I've seen Back to the Beach. Not in a oh, long really? time, but yeah. Yeah, me neither. I have a good story about it. watching it at a sleepover one time. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, I think this is what uh, kind of confused people who thought this was going to be a real trashy beach read. Right. Um, and it turned out to be a little bit more thoughtful in the end. There is no like crazy plot twist at the end or anything yeah it's i was gonna say like, this is closer to uh th- I mean, this literary fiction where it's like yeah no not necessarily there's like a you know a huge character transformation throughout yeah. you know they don't go from uh you know geek to hero or whatever it's like nah there's just about like somebody grappling with yeah uh, the and it the, is their yeah, situation it is Karate choosing a side, not sitting on the fence. Somebody who's been a fence sitter all her life. Yeah. Well, it sounds like she chose the wrong side, but uh, hey, fair her. But than is me. it? Is it the wrong side? Who cares? Yeah, she should probably be like, hey, come on. For no other reason than her sister's long term, you know, uh, life or whatever. Like, eventually, it's gonna it's gonna catch up with you. 
Not if they're and smart. And especially, uh, well, but the last guy got a knife in her. You know, so it's yeah. like, even if the law doesn't catch up with you, sooner or later, something's going to go wrong and you could get hurt. You could die. She'll only get better at it. <laughs> Spoken like a true psychopath, Tim. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to reading uh, or not reading. I'm looking forward to reading the novelization of Back to the Beach. Do you have an idea of what the what the next book you're gonna read is gonna be along the lines of? Probably uh, a woman author, if we're, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll probably put up a, a poll <laughs> consisting of female authors. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. I don't have a, an idea what the theme is gonna be. But I kind of like the idea of themes. Like I like yeah. that they, these were beach reads, so maybe uh, fall reads. Maybe, how about maybe something to do with back to school? Maybe something mm. with uh, you know school elements. Hmm. There's a lot of good. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good fiction around around school. Yeah, you ever the read Sweet the Valley Secret History? High. Oh no. I oh, was, it's by a woman author, Donna Tart. But uh, well, look, uh, Donna Tart. Well, that's a very insulting name for a woman to have. Unbelievable. <laughs> we should put that poll up. <laughs> the Timbers Tom poll. <laughs> Make it legally binding. Nah, I'd prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! Thanks for being a patron. Uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>